Wait, sorry. Oh my fuck. Okay, just once from the top. We're not famous yet. But if people knew who we were, we might get the attention we crave. Until then, we'll ride this wave. It's Kaylee and Tina. Two girls with hypochondria. It's Kaylee and Tina. Together, we'll tell you the best of the things you forgot or overlooked with our blunt observations. It's time to get underrated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tina. I didn't even say hello. I'm sorry. We're underrated. And some material in this podcast may include blunt observations, sparkling dialogue, and cosmic energy from two of the most underrated gals on the scene. And that is me and my friend Kaylee. That's me and my friend Tina. I'm sorry. I didn't even give a formal hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you, girly? I'm good, girly. I really am. Um, Thank God. You know what's crazy? What? Just to, you know, have some casual small talk. The weather, it was literally 90 degrees a couple days ago. Literally 90 degrees. But then also in Connecticut, it was the mm-hmm. windiest day of the year. Really? It was not that here in this this Big Apple. What did you I do? I was miserable. Working? I was working outside, in oh. fact. I get to work at the literal ass crack of dawn, 9 a.m. I'm doing brunch on Saturday. And we have to, because outdoor dining, we have to set up the patio, you know, literally move all the tables where they have to go set up all the chairs, all that jazz. It's exercise 100%. And after we're done setting up, I do in fact go to the bathroom, take a little pee, a little me time. And I go in there and as I'm sitting on the toilet, I look down at my pants and notice there's a huge rip right in the butt cheek. (gasps) Tina, huge like really big and I was like oh my god did I have this the whole time I was setting up the patio and I'm gonna be up front with our listeners I did not have the correct underwear on to where the rip would be showing my underwear that's for sure I'd be showing my bare bottom <gasps> and so yeah and so I was like oh my god that's so embarrassing and I asked one of my coworker friends I was like did you notice and he was like, I didn't, didn't even see it. Um, and I was like, okay, I feel like maybe you're lying to me because this is a huge rip. So I tied my apron around um, the opposite way that it's supposed to go. Kind of like how you would, how you would tie a, uh, a jacket when you were in middle school, like around your hips. Yeah, American and- girl caring and keeping of you recommended doing that if you got your period unexpectedly. <laughs> so. Oh, well, so you I did I, the right thing. You did I the did right the right thing. thing. It's nine in the morning and I'm Googling stores um, or it's 930 at this point. I don't want to lie to our listeners. Um, and I'm Googling stores that I can go get a new pair of jeans for my truly full shift that I still have to work. Um, oh. Yeah, nothing is open around me. And then sure enough, the godsend of all godsend Marshalls is about uh, a seven minute walk away. Perfect. So I tie my apron on the opposite way, of course, and I run to Marshall's on my break and I get a new pair of jeans rather than eating my sweet oatmeal that I packed. I am in fact buying new jeans for myself and it oh. sucked and it was really hot out and, but at least I was able to get new pants, you know, That's miserable. I don't know how this conversation even started, but basically Saturday was very hot. <laughs> That's very all I have to hot. say about that. I just kept saying to my family, cause I'm home now. Mm-hmm. Like I kept saying to my family, like, sorry, guys, I'm just so pissed off because it's humid. Like, I was just in the most yeah. irritable mood. I'm like, sorry, mm-hmm. guys, it's because it's humid. I just need it to rain. 
Um, I'm the same way. I actually hate the heat. That's I love summertime. I love it. I hate the heat. I'd rather be cold than hot. I'm, I'm going to be I'm, upfront about that. I'm literally about to be like, I don't know. It's such a stereotype. I'm about to be a stereotype towards you where it's like, but have you ex- ever experienced like dry heat? Because it's not the heat. It is the humidity. Because I hate both. If I'm ever in the I sun for it. more than a minute, truly, like I'll be walking with my boyfriend if we stop for a second and we're in the sun. I'm like, can we move to the shade, please? <laughs> oh my God. I hate this. Okay, so you are both. I love heat. Like, I feel like I want to be like a lizard on a rock in the desert. Oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. What I don't want to feel like is an alligator in a swamp, which is how I feel sometimes with the humidity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be that girl, but I am. Everybody's always like, oh yeah, well, would you rather be hot or cold? And I'm like, here's the funny thing, I'd rather be cold. So you didn't, you didn't pull anything over me. Well, yeah, like. I love to be hot. Like, I love to feel warm. But Mm -hmm. in terms of extreme heat, with cold, there's so much more you could do to comfort yourself. Exactly. when you're hot, you're, as they would say, shit out of luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I always feel like, because I'm a cuckoo crazy hypochondriac, anytime I'm, like, overheated, I'm like, I'm dizzy. I feel faint. Like, I can't... (laughs) I can't handle it so I miss in middle school when kids would faint on hot days that would happen for that you happen so oftentimes we got half days when it was really hot because they were like we can't have kids dropping in here oh my god don't even say that I don't remember that ever happening now I do get I did get nervous Saturday I was like I didn't get to eat my oatmeal I ha- I'm, I'm working on empty stomach and my job did this really interesting kind of beautiful creative thing where they said we're gonna blast the ac but keep the front doors open um so in fact the little um thermostat was like it made me laugh out loud because i was like why are they doing this the thermostat said 88 degrees inside i'm like oh this is miserable and then all of a sudden it's like i think there's been an issue like literally a little message from them it's like i think there's been an issue because you're cranking the ac at full blast um but it's actually gotten hotter in here. And I'm like, yeah, close the doors, please. It, it is close so hot. Close the doors, guys. Oh, that's miserable. Yeah, they closed them when my shift was over. <laughs> so I do appreciate that, thanking them for that. Um, but yeah. Today and every day. Um, mm-hmm. Why are you feeling underrated this week? Um, oh, that was a big gulp of water. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not, I've been feeling motivated lately, randomly. I I know, I know. I'm not feeling underrated per se, I don't think. I've been doing, um, I am paying a ridiculous amount of money now this month to actually have a, have a membership at Orange Theory. Okay. Can we talk about it? What the fuck is Orange Theory? Everyone I know who does it (laughs) is like, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I don't know what it is. Um, I'm not sure I fully know what it is either yet. Um, But I do really (laughs) love it. Uh, Like I've been getting up really, I mean, early for me. Um, I'll get like truly six hours of sleep and I'll still get up for class in the morning and be like, I'm excited to go. Um, But I've truly only been like nine classes, I think. but it's basically, I don't know. It's kind of like hit workouts 
where they really want to get your your heart going and there's all these different like zones like there's a blue zone a green zone orange and red zone and uh for the amount of time you're in the orange and red zone like working your hardest you get like splat points and like you want to get at least 12 splat points splat points to get I think that's what they're called I actually don't even know if it's a splat point but it looks like a little splat so that I do in fact say that um to get like afterburn effects or something like that I don't really know but you do like some of the class on the treadmill and then like these rowing machines. And then there's like a little like weight portion as well. They're like 60 minutes long. I'm sore every day of my life, but I really like it. It's fun. That's so cool. It's so awesome that you're like excited to go. Yeah. I don't know why I, if I'd be honest, I don't know why I am. I, I, they're nice and everything, but they're like really, really hard. But I think I feel so good after like, mentally um because seriously I work like five to six days a week and honestly I was just getting in this like rut of like the same thing all the time and I'd feel so tired after work I didn't want to do anything like the next day until my shift um but doing this kind of wakes me up in the morning and then makes me want to do more before I actually have work so it kind of keeps me uh, productive you know that's beautiful oh my god mm. good for you Kaylee that's awesome thanks Tina why are you feeling underrated I'm feeling underrated and you know why I'm feeling underrated Tell because me. my age um yeah I am I am 20 double mm. digits if you will <laughs> and um the state says oh you can't drink fine I accept your rule yeah but to say that I can't go to a comedy show where alcohol is present first of all trust me trust me I won't drink alcohol there trust trust me but I don't think it's actually that they're like we can't have we can't risk kids drinking alcohol in here they're like we need people to be drinking alcohol here so the venue wait was that was that said for the show we wanted to go to yes it was (gasps) I missed that part of this that sucks yeah they were like they're like oh it's 21 and over and I have gotten through I feel like okay I don't want to get illegal on the podcast but I guess I have to you have to IDs exist guys but I don't have one why I'm cheap as fuck (laughs) and it never came up for me it was never a situation I had to be in and I feel like the most annoying years to not have a fake ID are the Mm -hmm. years I spent in the pandemic so it didn't even matter yeah like I was I was like late 19 to all of 20 during most Mm -hmm. of the pandemic so it's like that's the age where you're like oh it's annoying I'm not 21 yeah but it didn't ever matter for me Mm -hmm. but um you know one month shy of my 21st birthday a comedy show I really want to go to they said you have to be 21 although this made me think because my boyfriend is turning 21 in two days. Shout out, Will. Shout out. Shout out, Will. Gemini King. Um, <laughs> they were, he's like, he doesn't drink. So he's like, oh, Me like, either. Yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking is bad for you, people have been saying. Um, <laughs> wait, what? Just, just recently, people have been like, wait, what? Okay. Um, and he was kind of like, oh, like, what's something fun to do when you're 20? What, like, he was just trying to figure out if it unlocked anything else. Like, he was like, could I rent a car? I'm like, no, that's 25. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell him now because he does love comedy. I'll be like, but Will, now you could get into a bunch of comedy shows. Yeah. You could not at the age of 20, which I didn't really realize. But um, so, yeah, I'm feeling underrated. But in a much realer sense, in two months, this will be a non-issue. So. Yeah, for sure. Ever. That's true. Is Will going to um, 
what's he doing for 21st? Well, what are you guys going to do? He, we always, like, hang out with his family by the lake. Um, That's so fun. And his friends from high school are coming, which is heaven. That's heaven. Um, I love that. Because he he loves those guys. And they so go to fun. school kind of far. So Yeah. Well, far from Danbury. Not far from, from Danbury. Far from Danbury, which, to me, it's far. If it's far from Danbury, maybe it's far for me. It's far. Everything, to me, is an hour from Danbury. That's actually scientifically true, though. Yeah. Everything is an hour from, it's also, I'm in the mindset of, like, in high school, my high school I went to was 25 minutes away, and I didn't even mm-hmm. go to a private school, that was just where <laughs> I was allowed to go to high school, um, the bus would take us, and it was 25 minutes away, so I got into the habit of, like, if something is 15 minutes away from the town I went to high school in, I'm like, that's 15 minutes from my house, and it usually could be, like, 40 minutes, but I'm like, that's by the yeah. town I went to high school with, and now I'm like that with Danbury. Like yeah. If I get a text or do something in Danbury, I'm like, yeah, I'll be there in a second. It's literally an hour away from my house, and I'm just like, I'll be right there around I the know. corner. That's so funny. I feel the same same way. Danbury, Derry, Danbury's home base. Yeah, as, especially like my papu lives around there too. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm like, listen, if it's off I-84, I'm coming. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Shout out to him. Shout out. <sighs> um. Why are you being a hypochondriac? Oh, why am I being a hypochondriac? Oh, I am being a hypochondriac about bug bites. I, okay. Okay. Speak on regular, it. Regular listeners of the podcast will know that a few weeks ago I endured a tick bite that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out to be fine. But as I did it, as I was researching about it and being a hypochondriac about it, I was reading a lot about Lyme disease and all mm-hmm. these other things. And I was like, oh my God, that's like actually like a horrible experience. Like I wasn't aware and it was a mistake to become aware because yeah. I used to get like huge bug bites that would blow up till no tomorrow. And I'd be like, this is just how I'm built. It's no big deal. But now mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, like, should I be nervous? And, yeah. and a girl I know like, she got a huge bug bite on her arm. She was posting it on Facebook and like all the comments were like, oh no, like you should definitely go to the hospital. Like I had to do like two weeks on this really intense medicine, like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like all of a sudden bugs have become a really real threat to me. And for those of you who know me in real life, you know that I love bugs. I actually wanted to be a bug scientist when I was little. So I'm never the person to be like, oh, get that bug out of here. But now I kind of am like, hey, get that bug out of here. Yeah, for sure. I've always been get that bug out of here. Yeah, I, I, I'm the bitch putting the spider in a cup, being like, no, let it go outside. That's, she hates me. <laughs> no, I don't hate you at all. That reminds me, honestly, my little cousin, Eleanor, the sweetest girly in the world, love her dearly, loves so bugs. Cute. She loves bugs, especially snail. Actually, her birthday cake um, at her birthday party last month was, in fact, it had a huge snail on the top of it. She's oh so funny. She's That's just so cute. So cute. She doesn't cute. care. She's she's down in the dirt. She's playing with the bugs. She's doing whatever. She loves that. You should get her an ant farm. I had three ant farms in my life. Um, and what it is, it's like a whole block of gel. And then you release the ants and you see them make the tunnels. And it's actually like, amazing. oh, I was like, <gasps> oh, she does have, I, I don't know what this is called. I'm gonna say a snail farm um she just has like a little she has snails in a little case or whatever live in she lost one um and by that I mean it did pass um and she was 
so sad about it but like having my little cousin like come to me and be like I did lose one of my snails and like it was so sad it was so cute I was like this girly has has me wrapped around a little finger love that girl the snail is no longer with us it's no longer with us and it had a funny name too but I don't remember oh I Mm. I love the names little kids give to the to things yeah my uh biology 100 teacher level one (laughs) um she was really cool and she got her start in being an insect scientist I believe it's entomologist at West Um, West yep Mm mm-hmm I liked my bio teacher too. Let's talk after, see if we had the same one. Yeah, she was awesome. She reminds me of if my best friend from home, Kyla, became a biology teacher because she was really cool and she expressed interest in seeing me in a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, That's always fun when your gen ed teachers are like, maybe I'll come to the show. Do they ever? Rarely. Rarely. But it's so but cool. it's so nice that they think it's about so it. It's so nice to talk about it. And she was like, yeah, I'm really into bugs. So I would like email her pictures of bugs I found and be like, do you know what this is? And I, I loved it. And it was kind of a real road not taken moment for me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like I could have been insect scientist. I chose being an actress, but <laughs> you yeah, did. always in the back of my head. Of course. Am I bad at science? Uh, yes, objectively. But <laughs> that's so funny that you, I love hearing what people wanted to be other than actor or what they could have been besides performer. It was all STEM based for me. Like okay. I was like, maybe I'll be insect scientist. Maybe I really wanted to be a dentist for a little while. Like okay. a hygienist even like love that. I always loved going there, but I was bad at science. Um, so it mm-hmm. wouldn't have been good for me. And then in high school, like a more realistic thing was like, I was like, Oh, maybe I should be like a writer or a journalist. But then I was like, Oh, that's just as competitive yeah. as theater actually. So if I'm going to do something that is really hard and competitive, I might as well do like my first uh, instinct. No, for sure. When I was like, uh, when I was like six, I think I would say like, oh, I want to be an orthodontist because my mom works in orthodontic office. She's an orthodontic assistant. I did used to tell everyone for far too long because I would just be like, oh, it's like the same thing. I'd be like, um, my mom's an orthodontist. And my mom would have to tell people, she'd be like, I'm not an orthodontist. I stop letting her tell you that I'm not an orthodontist. I'm an orthodontic assistant. Um, like no tea no shade I'm just trying to clear the air just so you guys know what I am um and like I guess one time my mom had to like take a test or something like to be an orthodontic assistant I don't know like something like that relating to her job but I like went into school in like first grade and was like um yeah so my mom passed her test and she's an orthodontist now and my teacher was like Nancy, congratulations. Like, uh, I heard you're an orthodontist. Passed the big test. And my mom was like, I am, in fact, not. (laughs) Please stop saying that, Kaylee. Please. I was like, okay, sorry. Um, It took me a really long time to get the difference. I was like, what? You literally, like, work on braces. It's the same thing. And my mom's like, it's actually very different. (laughs) You have to stop. I was like, okay. So now I finally get it. Splitting hairs here. (laughs) But that's truly how I viewed it. I was like, it's fine. Chill out. Fine. I was just watching a clip of celebrities explaining like what kids thought their job was. And Mm -hmm. like Scarlett Johansson said that the only movie her kids had seen her in was Black Widow. And she was like, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, what? Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Scarlett Johansson. She has kids. Yeah. Apparently, don't say that. I didn't know before I watched this video, um, but she said the only video, the only video movie, movie they saw her in was Black Widow. So she was like leaving to go to work. She was like, okay, I'm going to work. And her 
daughter was like, mom, like, who are you fighting today? She does how old? Say it for the listeners. I'll say it. Also, she was married to Ryan Reynolds. What the fuck? From 2008 to 2011. Didn't know that. Okay, no one told me, to be fair. Um, her daughter's name is, in fact, Rose. And looking at this picture, I'd say Gurley's about 6'7". <laughs> Not 6'7", um, as in height. 6 to 7 <laughs> years old, for sure. Charlotte Johan some girls them big. Her daughter is 6'7". <laughs> That's oh my so god yeah no i she said that her daughter was like mom like who are you fighting today but yeah. granted i don't know every time i hear celebrities say something in an interview i'm like is just is this just a sound bite is how i feel yeah times. um no I, 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 I feel that i understand that oh do you ever pretend to be on an interview <laughs> every single day of my life oh my god Perfect. every single day so of my scared. life no, every day of my life. When I was younger, I sometimes look back and I'm like, you did that far too often. Like for any chance I could get, I'd be like, hmm. So I feel like I'm so prepared for, you know, when I sit in the chair on a late night show. Um, but I also, I know that the first time I'm on a late night show is when, I think I've told the story in the podcast before, but how there was a big incident in my quote for my senior year ended up being accidentally a quote from Richard Nixon. I just know that's going to come up the first time I'm on a late night talk show. And I just want to get it out of the way. I just want to get it out of the way. So I'm just yeah. ready and prepared for I that to be it. Over with. I was listening yeah. to Aubrey Plaza on Deck Shepherd, and she just talked yes. about how weird she is on late night shows. And she was like, I never mean to be. And every time I'm like, I'm going to be normal. And I never am. And I'm like, oh, I could I, I could see it in her demeanor when she does it. I'm like, yeah. I don't think she wants to do what she's doing, but she's so funny. I had to stop listening to that episode because she talks about just like randomly having her strokes. Um, <gasps> stop, me and Mary had to skip ahead of it. I had to, I was we on like, a run. <gasps> and I had to, I was like, oh no. And I had to stop listening to it. And I- um, came back to it like a month later and just skipped that part because I was like girly you're scared she's literally like I was running like in Astoria and she was like I don't know I was like in Astoria and I was like okay <gasps> this is all too much too real <laughs> too real too real like no I was I was driving and Mary, Mary was like Mary had listened to it ahead of time and she was like Tina I'm, I'm gonna say something I think we should skip ahead when she talks about her strokes because it grossed me out and I think it will freak you out yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that a is good the difference between us is like Mary will be like like squeamish and I will mm -hmm. be like every day I'll live my life being like I'm going to have a stroke today cuz she yeah. was young. I'm not going to talk about it now and freak our listeners out. What am I thinking? Yeah, about? for sure. For sure. Anyway, <clears throat> should we get anyway. into this a topic? I'm loving our banter. I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, I'm loving oh. it. Uh let's give people what they want. I this is part of the saga of the Olivia Rodrigo but today we're going to be talking about the underrated tracks and lyrics of the album Sour. Album of the year I'm saying. Um yeah she literally this girly let's say it Grammys she's Grammys. got them in the bag best new artist absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh um, absolutely. Do you think she'll be up for album of the year? I think she'll be up for it for sure. She's broken like an insane amount of records already. Yeah, for sure. Also, I saw a theory. I'm just going to like um, 
say this right away because a lot of I've seen a lot of posts and I'm just like I don't get the point of people even showing any criticism toward this album yeah I don't like I just I don't get it at all because people are just like oh my god like it's just like a bunch of like sad breakup songs and it's like yeah cool but were they good were they really well written were they really well done then like who cares why do you care and like I don't know uh people already coming out of the woodwork being like oh I don't get it or like I don't like like okay I'm gonna say something harsh yes it you either love Sour or you're the type of person that would inspire someone to write an album like Sour. Yeah. And that's yeah, just the truth. And if you don't get it, maybe examine yourself and think, mm-hmm. is there a reason I can't relate? Yeah. Is there a reason I feel adversity towards her? Not adversity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's an adverse jealousy, reaction. Jealousy. 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 And I just can't help but think that any criticism of her album is rooted in misogyny. 100 percent 100 percent um i do think that she's gonna have another album drop within the next i would literally say six months i'm gonna be crazy and say that that's called sweet i think it's already written i think oh, it's set up yeah called sweet i cannot wait until she drops concert dates i am fucking going oh we my god going, we're girl. going we're going, we're going. I've, li- I've literally said that i'm like tina and i haven't formally discussed it but i know that we actually will be there Stop. together i said the I- same thing I almost bought us her merch the other day and I was like, you Stop. need to calm me too. down. Me too. What, what did shirt? you almost buy? Was it I... the long sleeve butterfly? Yes. Oh, we course, are one. We are when one. When I looked at this girlie's merch, I'm telling you guys, this fucking girl has me in a chokehold. Yeah. When I looked at her merch and saw that majority of it is lavender with butterflies on it. I'm mm. like, that's my whole <laughs> fucking thing. That's yeah. my whole thing. And oh my God, did you see the the driver I was I wouldn't get it because I was like I don't know what I would get on it the driver's license t-shirts that you could customize like it could have your sh- your face in the my god the my iPhone. license picture yeah <laughs> that's psychotic I was like I personally wouldn't do that and then oh my god her her merch is just so good I'm telling you this girly has us in a choke hold 100 I'm like that was the move that was the move that was the move She's, oh my God. And her, that's the other thing is her Sour Patch Kids. Like she's, she has those limited edition, like purple Sour Patch Kids. The thing about Sour Patch for her to partner with is they're sour, then sweet, sweet. then gone even. But I really think there's, cause these were all, she has so many good love songs that she would post on her Instagram and her TikTok and stuff. And I was like, that's how I became addicted with this girl where I was like, she's writing these, these little like 60 second ditties that are like so good. I was like, congrats to you, you 16-year-old prodigy at the time. 16, nobody come for me. Um, and they're like not on her Instagram anymore. They're not on her TikTok. I'm like, these are coming out in another album. And these songs were, um, maybe this is me, but some of them were like two and a half minutes. Like they're kind of short. You know what I mean? This was a 34, 35, I don't even remember, minute album that I literally was just able to sit through. No, no I skips, might I add. No, no skips. skips. No, I absolutely agree with you that when there was a, all this discourse about like, oh, it's a pretty short album, 34 minutes. I was like, is it just one half? Like imagine yeah. the CD, like what I'm visualizing is yes. Hannah Montana meets Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And it's one side yes. is that, one side is that. I love her. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into album talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should we go chronologically? Yeah, let's go Let's go through. Let's and go just through. talk about what we, what we have to say. Let's start with Brutal. 
Um, br- I'm gonna be upfront about brutal. So oh. when it first, um, when it first started, I was like, this is interesting to me. I thought this is interesting. It took me a second listen when I went because the first time I listened, I was like, hmm, okay, interesting way to start off the album. I love when she goes, uh, she wants it messy or whatever, and then yeah, she's like, I love that. It's brutal out here. I'm like, she's the coolest girl on the I block. Um, and I like that that's the first song in the album, but I was like, eh, it wasn't my favorite, but then as the album goes on, I'm addicted to everything, so whatever, but saying it wasn't my favorite, it's still literally a nine out of ten, so, I mean, not saying much, and then I went back, and I was like, okay, I really like Brutal, <laughs> so I, I think really it takes like a second listen. Brutal, I, w- I was literally listening to it, and I was like, oh, interesting, and then when it starts, it's, with the I want it messy and the guitar comes in let's her use of guitar mm-hmm. in this album is crazy and like I'm sorry but to anyone being like oh I don't get it like they think they're too cool my dad famous renowned yeah. heavy metal rock fan love him. I played it for him and he was like oh my god I love this mm-hmm. he was headbanging so don't act like you're too cool don't act like it because it yeah. goes hard as fuck it just does um absolutely I, I yeah that's all I have to say about Brutal and that I love how it I'm someone who loves to listen to all the songs in an album like all together if mm-hmm. you don't do that you're not getting the full experience I recommend you go yeah. back and do it and I love how it trails right into Traitor wow about it. Traitor I think Traitor's in my top three Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'll mention when the songs are in my top three. Traitor's in my top three. I don't know where it's placed because it changes literally every day between right. these three songs, but Traitor is so good. And something I think is highly underrated, which I don't know if people are, are thinking about this when they're listening, but when she does that part where she's like, um, I have to find it because I don't want to butcher any lyrics. Um, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Is it in this song? Yeah, it is. Yeah. God, I really wish you thought this through before I went and fell in love with you. Um, when she sings that, there's like such like a, it all of a sudden her voice gets like so full and powerful, but there's like a little break in it. And I'm like, oh my God, she literally knows how to use her voice so well. And there's like, it's like straight tone the first time she says it. And then the second time there's a little vibrato and I'm like, oh my God, this girly gets it. And if she's doing this by accident, then it doesn't, I don't even care. It's so good. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Kaylee and Tina, and yes, we are incorporating ads into our podcast now, but before you skip ahead, please listen because you know that we would never steer you wrong. Tina, why don't you tell them who our first sponsor is? Our first sponsor is With Love Candle Company. It is run by Alexandra and Tommy. They're Kentucky natives. They created With Love Candle Company in June of 2020. The name was a no-brainer because they create scents based on the people and things they love, and they do it together absolute relationship goals they've sold Mm -hmm. and shipped over a thousand candles to over 30 states in just a few months of being in business and they strive to be as green as possible and reuse a lot of their shipping materials and their candles are made with 100% soy wax made from soybeans grown in the U.S. of A. We are personally obsessed with their Zodiac collection. We have their Cancer Zodiac candle, melting wax, and bar soap and let me tell you it is absolutely heavenly. They have it for every zodiac sign and they incorporate things based off your sign and they also have fun scents like the dump him candle which has white sage to get him out of your life um and for (laughs) our listeners we have a sweet little treat for you if you use the code underrated 
you will get 10% off your order with them. And please make sure to follow them on Instagram at withlove.candleco. Yes, absolutely. Obsessed with them and obsessed with their products. So be sure to take advantage of that sweet, sweet deal. And now, Tina, before I get into this next sponsor, can I just ask you a quick question? Yeah. Have you ever been in love? Yeah, Kaylee. No, no, no. I mean, seriously, been in love. Kaylee, yeah. Okay, well, don't brag because I have too. I've recently fallen in absolute love with Ella T. Co. Ella T. Co. is a female-owned small business located in Huntington, Indiana, with items ranging from political teas to witchy crewnecks and so much more. I mean, how could I not help but fall head over heels? And to top it all off, Ella T. Co. gives back. For every tea purchased from them, a tree is planted. Yes, you heard me right. She's literally saving the earth. And for our lucky listeners, you will get 20% off of your purchase and free shipping by using your discount code underrated at checkout. Seriously, what's not to love? So make your purchase today through www.lattco.com or at their Etsy shop and even follow Ella T on Instagram at Ella T Co. So good. It's so good. I got goosebumps when you were describing that. Um, <laughs> and I just love how the course just starts with her just saying the words, you betrayed me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, I chills. You said down. it. Chills. You betrayed me. I love that it's not watered down. I feel like it, it. it's such a universal thing people go through where it's like they're really hurting, but, you know, they probably have mutual friends with the person, things like that. So people are kind of like, watering it down being like well technically they didn't start talking until that like you know you have yeah. no right to be upset or whatever eh, eh, but you're obviously it doesn't make the person feel better so just to have yeah. a girl say like you betrayed me you didn't cheat but you're still a traitor like because sometimes it just doesn't matter what actual events transpired it's just the way you're left feeling yeah and I think that's why this song is in my top three because it's so universal so universal like no matter what people have experienced this in one way or another it doesn't matter like this situation people have like everyone listening is like been in this you know what I mean it's been in this and I feel like it it really accurately hits home for I think like a lot of teenagers or not even teenagers I would say anyone at a young age because a really Mm -hmm. common thing is the whole like oh we were talking but we weren't dating yeah so I'm not allowed to be upset about this like that yeah. was a huge thing in high school I feel like people were always like yeah nothing ever happened like we were never officially together and it's like no like you're allowed to still be for hurt. sure for sure for sure talk isn't talking so weird it's pre so weird. it's pre-dating yeah you're dating a- but it's you're it's before actually saying oh we're dating like my high school boyfriend and I uh pre-dated or talked for like months and people were like are you guys dating and I was like well no (laughs) it was so psychotic I wrote an article about it in high school I was just like what is talking because (laughs) I just like interviewed everyone and was like what do you think yeah talking is because I remember a, a girl I was friends with was like hey like is it okay if I talk to like this guy like he says you guys like talked and I was like mm-hmm. what like literally like there so were like funny. three three days where he was like hey like what's up and I was like nothing much what's up with you and yeah I was talking <laughs> I was like no but 
rightfully so that she asked because sometimes yeah. it's like there was a whole saga no that's that's so funny boys are boys are weird um because boys can look at you like you have a pat there was this kid in high school that um I guess truly older than me had a little crush on me start got my number from someone started texting me I was like oh I this is not my vibe I don't really like this person like that but you know what I mean and you know when you feel weird and you don't want to be mean because you don't dislike the person so you're like texting but then eventually like just kind of stop the conversation so you're replying to be nice but then like it just dies down it was very much that vibe and then eventually they had asked me to go on a date and I was like oh I'm not really feeling that vibe sorry like whatever whatever um and then they ended up this person literally ended up dating like two more of my very close friends throughout high school but then sometimes they'd be like oh yeah like Kaylee and I talked for a little and I was like no we literally didn't (laughs) we did not at all is you saying what's up to me and me being like oh nothing really just hanging out um and then not replying and then you asking me on a date and me saying no is not talking is not talking I'm sorry to this man he's gonna sing the song traitor about you literally I just just said like you know it doesn't matter it's how you feel and he's like yeah I agree you're right I felt that we were that we were talking oh yeah 100% okay what's next on the on the album um, oh, I'll tell you because I made driver's an Instagram license? story. Um, it's yes, it's driver's license. Okay. Uh, didn't skip. If you didn't skip, skip. Dri- if you skipped driver's license on your first listen, what are you doing? What are you, you doing? Didn't get the full experience. You didn't get the full experience because hearing it in so this order. Mm-hmm. Oh it's my so god! Different preface by Trader, and I have mm-hmm. down as an underrated lyric. I know it's not an underrated song, so don't don't. Yeah, so everybody my head chill. Off, everyone, everyone, chill. But just, I feel like a lyric people don't talk about enough is, I still see your face in the white car's front yards. I feel like that's such a suburban experience. You know the cars everyone drives. Even if it's like, I remember, you know, I had a falling out with a friend. And like, when I saw a car that looked like theirs, I was like, oh, are they are they yeah. here? Everything's good now, guys. So don't get nervous for me. Yeah. But like, it's just such a high school thing that like, you see a car and like, your heart jumps in your throat. And you're like, oh, are they... 100 percent, 100 i love i i love that lyric you said it and i have chills and i do have little chills because joshua bassett does have a white car oh okay that's true okay. that's true um so uh uh i want to say up front as i do every episode i love that boy and um yeah. literally don't have hate for him at all so i th- also he, i listened to him in an interview um because i'm an educated 23 year old and he was saying how like someone was like is this hard for you like blah blah and he was like um I mean obviously it's not great when people send you death threats like that sucks he was like but I just like put my phone away he was like also people literally know one percent of situations like it's so funny how things like get fabricated and made up and like whatever he was like so in all he's like I'm just happy for like Olivia like her music is so good and I was like this sweet boy like oh my god that's the way to handle it that Mm -hmm. is 100% the way to handle it and like you and I have texted about this like I truly feel that you know the way that as a 16 or 17 year old you'll listen to songs you can't fully relate to. Like, I was listening to Beyonce's Lemonade. That's mm-hmm. about a shattered marriage. I could not in any way relate, but I would listen to it and be like, yeah, like, 
in the bed we made like actually that's a movie yeah. Rodrigo literally <laughs> I, I heard it today and I was like room. okay go off <laughs> yeah it's so serious but it's like to my point I feel like we would listen to songs way above our maturity level and I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes she will write songs way above her maturity yeah. level just as an old soul as a Pisces I feel like she just has her own experiences and then draws concepts yeah. from things she's seen in her life or movies or whatever like it's not all about him I don't think me I agree with that 100% I think it takes us perfectly into the next song a beautiful segue mm-hmm. because that's how I feel about one step forward three steps back mm-hmm. because I'm like okay either this girl was literally straight up 16 years old and someone was like literally uh, emotionally abusive to her or she's just watch a lot of movies <laughs> It has to be one or the other. Um, because these lyrics, I was like, oh my God. The, oh, wow. I love her. I love how, first of all, underrated one step forward, three steps back. Because we're, mm-hmm. we're all expecting two. I've said two. I've slipped up and I've said two when I'm singing this song. Um, this is in my top three because I was like, wow, this girly is very mature. Yeah. This girly is very mature. The lyrics just hit. I was like, wow. I know. Um, it gives me a stomach ache. It does. Yeah. And the part where she says, maybe in some kind of masochistic way, I find it all exciting, which what love to say lover in a song yeah. at 18 years old. Mature. Oh my God. Mature. mature. Can you say that again? Um, what kind of lover will I get today? I was like, oh, wow. That It just talks about like crazy mind games in a relationship. And I'm like, again, either this girly was going through it or she's like, you know just picked up off of stories or the media she's consuming or whatever but she she gets it though and even if she doesn't she's making me believe she gets it like no one of her unreleased songs that I Mm -hmm. like watched on TikTok like she was just like really delving into a relationship Mm -hmm. and I was like this is I I don't know if you experienced this or not like this is a dark yeah, I, I feel, feel like I know like, exactly yeah. what song you're talking about. Yeah, too. where she's like, it's it's building more upon the like, um, I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped. Like, it's like a whole song with that concept. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, you call me, you say you're having a bad day. I say like, I'm sorry. You feel like you? shit. Today. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, what was this yeah. about? But I love her. We uh, let's count how many times we say that because that's what this episode's about. To be honest, about um, her. what's the next song? Oh, Deja Vu. Oh, okay. Deja we didn't have a whole episode. This is the only single we didn't have a whole episode dedicated to. So I think we need to talk about it. I love that she says she thinks it's special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of it's not the you know. We're at a different point in society. It's not the, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. She's whatever. Not to drag out for Levine. I would love to have her as a guest. On this platform, never. Never. I would love to have her as a guest. Mm. Um, But it's, oh, she thinks your relationship is special and you're special, but everything's all reused. You do this with every girl. Yeah. And I love it. I love that it's not centered on the girl. Um, And a line I listening in preparation for this episode was like I made the joke you tell to her mm-hmm. could you imagine I'd go through the roof I'd go when, through the roof yeah that's 
100% true. If anyone ever, you know, when someone says a joke and then someone says it louder, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That vibe, that's always like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to swallow that. I'm going to swallow my pride. Um, yeah, yeah. It's fine. But oh my God, to, to think about that. And obviously she's not there, so she doesn't know, but she's like, I know deep down you, cause you adapt, you take on someone's personality a little bit when you start dating. Yeah. 100%. So there's no way that that's not being like dragged into your next relationship too. I remember I kind of coined a, I would say a, a trait you and I share Kaylee is mm-hmm. we make catchphrases. Um, we don't mean to, Yeah. but we kind of, we say phrases that people feel inspired to repeat. Mm-hmm. I think I steal mine though. I'll be honest. I'm getting I know, them from I, somewhere. <laughs> I I would agree with that. And I feel like I've, sh- I've stolen a lot of catchphrases from you mm-hmm. even. Um, but I, I made one in high school and my mm-hmm. boyfriend at the time would, would copy it. And then it became that people were like, Oh, that's what he says. And I was like, no, like, like I started it. And he was like, no, I started it. And I was like, what? And then mm. he kept saying it long after we broke up. And I was like, you son of a bitch, you could break up with me, but don't fucking steal my intellectual yeah. property. That is where I draw the line. Like, that's <laughs> not okay. Yeah. A 100%. Comedian. A comedian. Um, so we got deja vu. What's next? Uh, oh, good for you. Oh, we, d- we did an episode, guys. Um, yeah, go back and listen to Emergency Meeting. Um, that song slaps every time like a damn sociopath never hits um or never doesn't hit I'm sorry (laughs) what if I was just like it never hits it sucks um but yeah yeah um what sounds next enough for you enough for you sad Mm -hmm. one very sad but I love the 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 turn she takes with one day I'll find someone it's giving me Taylor Swift Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find someone someday who yeah. actually, actually I true. hopefully yeah. I don't get sued by Taylor Swift for singing that little section. I know I know she's she's a girl's girl. She's, she's a, a girl's, girl's girl though. I I just know she's gone through a lot in the past few years about copyright and Taylor Swift. Please don't sue us. We're just we don't own the rights. We don't own the rights. Don't own the rights. Not at all. Um. Oh yeah, I I love that. Um. I'm trying to find. There's a lyric in here that I was addicted to. Uh. Oh, I love how it ends with uh, nothing's enough for you. Because mm. it's like, sometimes, yeah. It's like, okay, I've done literally all that I could do. Sorry. Um, and I, this song, I like how when she's listing all the things she did to be enough, like, I knew how you took your coffee. I know your favorite songs by her. I read, you know, the books you like, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, there are you remember being in high school and you like someone so you try to like get into their interests or whatever mm-hmm. like all all done that we've all done that she's just that's a relatable girly so many rap songs uh, <laughs> I love that that's that's what I, I was like this is what I have to do if I like want um you know my my boyfriends to think I'm cool I have to know these songs but then I ended up actually really liking them and I still listen to them and yeah that's a side of me people sometimes don't don't know that I love rap so much but I yeah yeah with my my current boyfriend um he loves uh obviously improv comedy um and I literally had never actually I think I'd seen like one improv show before we started dating but I mean it wasn't something I'm like I was addicted to by any means um but then that's literally him and I would see so many and I've saw I saw him in so many improv shows and now I love I love going to an improv show I love it obsessed with it 
I think it's like I don't know. It's a cool thing to take things mm. from people. Like you know, people are doing it on TikTok now. Like the mosaic trend of like, oh, I do this because like this person, like oh, I, I, oh, it's cute. People will be like, oh, like I always like you know kiss my hand to the roof of the car when I go through a yellow light because like my best friend's older sister did that and I thought it was cool like, oh that's all so that cute stuff. it's really cute um and I don't know sometimes it's like cool to take parts of people's yeah like how they influence you like it doesn't mean I don't know I don't even no, know I get you. point I'm trying to make but Olivia we've all been there is what I'm saying yeah 100% um then we have the last of my top three happier Mm. wow I love this song I love this song and because I was like I didn't obviously when you hear the title I was like "Mm, I wonder what this means like is she happier without this person let's see what this song is and then it's like I love how she's just like I want you to be happy like don't get me wrong no bad feelings like obviously I loved you but like I don't want you to be as happy as you were with me because that means like we weren't it and clearly we weren't because we broke up and I'm like oh girly 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 even because it makes so much sense even um when you're dating someone and like much better off and in a better relationship if you see your ex dating someone you're like wait they're dating someone else is kind of fucked up <laughs> it's yeah. like well what you can't be mad it's like no I'm not mad it's just weird it's like wait yeah, just what they... well the line does she mean you forgot about me Mm-hmm. like no no she doesn't but he's moved on yeah like I just want to talk to her when I'm listening to this and be like yeah he could never mostly because you're the biggest fucking overnight star if if someone was gonna forget Literally. about someone it would not be you Olivia rest assured I know sometimes I feel bad for this girly because I'm like are people gonna be scared to date her but then I think of Taylor Swift and I'm like you know what? Girly got all the handsome men. Yeah. And I say good if guys are scared to date her. Good. Weed out the weaklings. Only the strong survive. (laughs) You're right. You're 100% right. People should be. People should be. They should be so intimidated by her talent and intelligence. I Um, literally, I was like, I'm so much older than this girly. And if I was in the room with, in a room with her, I'd be like, I'm nervous to talk to you. I, <laughs> I feel her. like you're much more intelligent than I am. <laughs> I, I really want to meet her. I just feel I like it'd be too. amazing. I am manifesting it and putting it out there now when this podcast absolutely blows up even mm-hmm. more than it's blown up right now. Yeah, um, we're already getting she'll, millions. she'll be guest. I would love to have her as guest. I I just see her and I just see the videos of like her and Iris Apatow hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're so cool. Like they they'd come on the pod, I feel. I'm like, they love to yeah. hang out. I just I just know yeah. they would be great. I know they are just girls girls, you know? I think that about lit- every time if people could see the people that I emailed to be on this podcast, they'd piss their pants. But I don't really try. care because someday someone's going to reply that like one of these people and they're going to be like, oh, I guess, sure. And like sometimes they do and they're just like, oh, I'm busy uh, or I can't do this or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? At least they've replied. That's cute. But um, I know Olivia Rodrigo is a global phenomenon right now, but she actually will, in fact, be on the podcast. Mark my words. Should be. Look at Las Culturistas. 
who they have on. They're always like, we're shitting oh our pants. We can't believe this. Not that yeah. I'm saying we're the next Las Culturistas. But That's I'm saying, my goal, dream though. Big. Dream big. 100%. Oh, shout out to them. I want them on the podcast. They got pop. No. I always say her name wrong. Parvati. Parvati. From Survivor. Yeah, so I know. We, I love that episode. We can dream big two guys um, and the last thing i'll say about the song happier is just the lyric she looks kind when she's talking about the other girl she looks kind so sweet who's a sweeter girl no but that's this, like olivia's never dragging the girl no she even says i try to drag her but i can't she's she's beautiful she looks yeah. kind. oh god oh, i love her. I, I and love i that's her. what i love about her because you're right this this is the uh, this is the time where it's like that's really not it's never been cool don't get me wrong but early 2000s was very much like let's tear down the girl like slut shame this that and the other and Olivia is very much like actually I'm not doing that at all and she's very much like I don't she's she's uh I, for the most part she's like it's not anyone's fault per se like shit happens but I can be heard about it yeah she can be she's right yeah. Next up, Jealousy, Jealousy. Um, I, I like love it. this. I, yeah. I think it's such a great social media anthem. And like, it's so great for everyone to hear, especially younger girls. But, you know, I'm older than her. And to yeah. hear her sing about, you know, like feeling insecure, wanting to look perfect, all this stuff. Like, I look at her Instagram and I'm like, holy shit. I know. I, I wish that was me. I feel the envy. But then she's also so good and real about posting unedited selfies or whatever where you could see like pimples and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, this is so important for yeah. everyone to see, but especially young girls just to be like, oh, like she just has a whole team of people to help her look mm-hmm. like that and take the photo shoot. Like, and yeah. she still feels this way sometimes, like so insecure by the people mm-hmm. she sees on Instagram. But saying that, she's a naturally gorgeous girl. And I love that she starts off like in the beginning she says I know that beauty is not my lack like good yeah I, I'm glad you don't think that beauty thank is you for being up front yeah something you don't have I love her teeth is that weird to say yeah she has great teeth she I want her teeth. teeth and great hair yeah she does she's I'm not gorgeous. mad at her for it she's gorgeous she's the I moment say? she has such great outfits too oh my gosh yeah who is yeah, her yeah. team this is probably did someone let us know this is probably a quick Google, but I'm like, yeah. everything she does is flawless. Yeah. And I just, I am giving her all the credit though. Cause I'm like, I wonder, I feel like she's girl boss. I feel like she's mm-hmm. 18 and she's like, uh, here's what we're doing. Okay. And everybody's like, okay, fair. I, I just feel like so many people, like I've seen people on TikTok calling her an industry plant mm. because of like how her overnight success. And yeah. Like, I don't know that I even totally understand the term industry plant yeah like I'm like I don't it sounded negative just I just think she's actually Gen Z and just knows everything people want to see yeah and she's not letting herself be controlled by adults who like don't actually know what is cool right now yeah um this is this next song is my top four (laughs) I know I only said top three (laughs) but I forgot how much I love this song um favorite crime yeah. Can we talk about the harmonies? Beautiful. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love it. Literally, the harmonies is what did it for me. Chills, chills, chills. And I saw a TikTok of someone talking about 
how um, if <laughs> if this song uh, if Glee was still on, how like during like the Rachel loving Mr. Shoe phase, like <laughs> Rachel would have sang this about Mr. Shoe, and that made me piss. That was funny. that makes me piss. Seeing all the TikToks of who on Glee would sing what mm-hmm. makes me piss. Someone on this is a Rachel album through and through, oh, except for Brutal. Rachel. It's Tina. Yeah, brutal, Tina. Oh no, Quinn. Quinn when she's emo. Oh yeah, consider, yeah, yeah. You're right. Quinn you're right. One hundred percent. Um, jealousy, jealousy is Rachel about Quinn. That's a fucking no brainer. Um, yeah. Santana sings good for you, maybe. Oh Rest yeah, one hundred percent. Oh my god. I hate. I literally I forgot. I hate that. Rest in peace. I hate that. It's so sad. Oh, that just gave me literal anxiety because I forgot that she had passed. Oh, I want to throw up. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I want to throw up. Let's move. Let's move on. Let's stop talking (sighs) about Glee. Every time we talk about Glee, it's really dark. It's really real and really dark. Um, Favorite crime is amazing. Yeah. Um, Hope you're okay. Is last song right? Very sweet. I was, but I was literally like this. To me, a little bit feels. It felt random. It's like Taylor Swift Fearless when her last song in the album was Change, I think it's what it's called. Where she's like, these things will change. Yeah. Feel it now. It was like, what? This is like about the American Revolution <laughs> after a love song, but or after a love song album. But um, Olivia Rodrigo obviously this isn't about the American Revolution, but I was like, oh, this was different vibes for me, but I loved it nonetheless. Yeah, I loved it. I, I've seen a lot of different theories about, like, why it was on the album. Mm-hmm. I, okay, uh, I'm just going to air it out, because where can I air this out if not on the pod? Did you feel it was about LGBTQ plus acceptance? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I said that, and someone was like, no, and I was like, uh, but it is. That's what I thought, too. What did, what did someone else say it was about? I'd love to be educated. I feel like it was actually our dear friend and listener, Katie Gerardo. And I think she was just like, that would just be random, though. That's how it felt. To ha- I don't want to drag. Oh, Katie's going to be like, I- that wasn't me. That's <laughs> that. I- K- Katie has perfect opinions on the album. We talk about it also. Um, but I, for some reason, at some point, someone made me feel like it wasn't about gay is okay. And I was like, no, I think she is saying gay is okay. Yeah. I don't know but yeah I got that vibe too but I beautiful song I just to me sometimes I was like oh I feel like this is different theme than the rest of that album but maybe literally maybe I'm missing it and I made up a scenario in my head I think maybe it's just about wishing the concept of wishing someone well yeah and that um kind of is a beautiful way to wrap up the album because it's very much like acceptance baby perfect did we cross any lines I don't Um, think so I don't think so either. I really don't. I feel like we've been just peachy today. I feel like we've been just peachy. Um, have you found anything to be overrated lately? Um, honestly, this is gonna, I, I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna also say that I do this all the time. Watching the same show over and over again is under overrated. Um, I do that literally all the time though, so I can't judge, but I'm going to say I did start a new show. Um, I like stepped back from my typical go-tos that I have on in the background. And I was like, let me watch this new show that I wanted to watch, which is actually Hacks on HBO. 
Um, it was so good. Meg Stalter is so funny in it. Shout out Meg Stalter. Why is Shout out to her. Plus, though. Why is your show 21 plus? Also, it sold out in a minute. Also, speaking it into existence, she will be on the podcast. She will be on the podcast. I You heard it here first. If it's one thing we're going to do, it's have Meg Stalter on the podcast. She's so funny. She's so funny. And she's so kind, too. I love listening to any interview with her because I she, know she's so kind yeah she's oh, so so nice love you, um Mike. yeah that girly she, I mean she's already blowing up but she's still underrated because she's gonna blow the heck up mm-hmm. and that's all I have to say um what do you find to be overrated um you know announcers like for olympics <laughs> I've, I've been watching like <laughs> the olympic trials I guess they are okay. Facebook has been like watch these videos of people doing gymnastics and you know me I'm like yes please okay um and I, I just hate announcers um mm-hmm. I think they talk too much um <laughs> ironic for me to say I do have a podcast but I'm just like guys like let me just focus like especially with something that I feel to be so artistic like gymnastics or ice skating I'm like mm-hmm. don't be talking so much like I want to just um relax yeah Oh, 100%. I love that one. That was a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is probably, I mean, I don't, unless she drops literally a new album. I mean, this is probably our last Olivia Rodrigo up for a while, a minute at least. For a while, but who knows what this girl will do. And who we knows are, what this girl will do. We've, you know, kind of branded ourselves as Olivia Rodrigo correspondents. Yeah. So we have to. Someone has to. Call. We'll be on call. Always. She does anything crazy. Mm hmm. Um, um, guys. That's it. Turn off the podcast, please. Turn it, Turn off. it oh, off. Wait. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and rate and review, please. It helps so much. It really, really does. Guys, it helps so much. <laughs> what please. do you think it does? Okay, if you're still listening, turn it off. Stop. Turn it off, guys. We're having a private conversation. Okay, bye. Bye.